Hey, hey D&D, D&D fam. fam, I'm Quick. And I'm Lee, and you're listening to Divas, Divas and Duckets. So what is a diva? I think divas get a bad rep, but to me, diva is all about the attitude. As for ducats, it's your finances, your assets, Skrilla, Guap, your coin. We're talking all things with the potential to affect your pockets. And while we're attorneys by trade, we are divas by choice. Divas and Duckets is for edutainment purposes. Y'all, we are not Series 511 <laughs> or 703 professionals. This does not create a financial advisor nope, nope. or attorney-client relationship. The views expressed here are solely our opinions and the opinions of our guests. It's just our opinions, y'all. Okay, Divas, let's talk Duckets. Happy New Year! Happy New Year! The confetti, (laughs) (laughs) bottles popping, confetti, (laughs) glitter. I should have had. Well, if you're outside of North Carolina, because they close those doors at ten o'clock, we're in a curfew currently. Yeah. However, it's a new year. Mm -hmm. It's a new season. New beginnings and. Speaking of new beginnings, welcome to our visual D&D fam. Yes, yes, we had to get something new for the people in the new year. switch it up. Right? So, speaking of things passing, things occurring, you know, a lot of times in Christmas, people tend to get engaged, and so we wanted to have a candid conversation about something that could be (laughs) taboo. Right, yes, because if anybody has been on anybody's bloodline during the holidays, you mm-hmm. know you saw cookies and rings, all of it. Exactly. <laughs> right? Not necessarily they in that order. Ju- right, they just seem to go hand in hand, the proposals and Christmas and the holidays and yes. all the nice things. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. we are talking about prenups. Prenup. In the words of Kanye, if you ain't no punk, holla, we won't prenup. We, we won't prenup. prenup. So... <laughs> Let's get into Mm -hmm. it. So for those of you who are newly engaged, congratulations. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Mm -hmm. thank you. (laughs) Including one of our own. Put a ring on it. Ah. (laughs) (laughs) So after you've done your captions, hopefully something original. Mm -hmm. um, I said yes. I I hate it. Don't be hating on people's hashtags. Okay, let's be clear. It's not the actual being Uh betrothed that I hate. It's the it's it's the it's the lack of creativity for me, as they as the kids say. So it's like there's so many things you could do with your hashtag or your saying. I've Mm -hmm. seen Miss to Mrs. Mm -hmm. If you don't cook, you could do Cardi B's. I don't cook, I don't clean, but let me tell you, I got that ring. Oh, I mean, there's so many ways this could go. I just feel like (laughs) I said, yeah, that's obvious. Or never knew a love like this. Duh. Like this ain't if this is your first marriage, Mm. I would assume you didn't know one. I'm just saying you're basically like if you posted it clearly, the yes, then you said it exactly. That's why I'm just okay. So she wants y'all to be creative, you know know what I'm saying? Which I say yes. Or the Super or the thing obvious. with people's names and people mm-hmm. that have the little it's kind of hard. For their names. I was really it was really a struggle for me to uh, figure something out, even though I have like I feel like I have like the dopest last name, but cool. you know, it's uh it was kind of hard. So yeah, <laughs> being creative is interesting. They have hashtag yes. generators, but sometimes they just epic fails. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. no, I'm glad I had you. So, yes, (laughs) back to the topic at hand, Mm -hmm. though. You know, a lot of times people, maybe in the excitement of things and everything, we plan for 
pretty much everything, everything. else going into a marriage. You mm-hmm. plan the wedding mm-hmm. and how you feel about each other and your website and all those exciting things, but people really don't plan the financial part, right? No. So let's let's just talk about the financial impact mm-hmm. on marriage. Yes. So you, of course, you know when you talk about marriage, you're commingling mm-hmm. um, life mm-hmm. and funds. Um, yes. So even if you know you, we talk about it all the time with the joint and separate accounts and all of those kind of things. But mm-hmm. of course, still when it comes to like your tax filings, is married? Yeah. How how are you going to choose to file your taxes? Married mm-hmm. or um, married filing single? Like how how are you going to file them so there's tax you have to deal with property issues Mm -hmm. um if you're getting in a house are you citing that house under one person yeah um is it going to be under the joint you know both spouses names so Mm -hmm. it's just a lot when you talk about real property um and personal property when it comes to marriage you know people like to say is you know it's just a contract but guess what under the law there are a lot of things, and we talked about it, you know, too, with wheels. Like, yeah. there's a lot of things and impacts that come mm-hmm. from saying you are married. Right. Right. And the things that are affected by marriage that people don't think about, mm-hmm. right? So, your pension or 401k, once you're married, technically, your spouse has an interest in that. Mm-hmm. And it grows um, the longer you stay married. Correct. So, those are, I mean, those are things just outside of a home mm-hmm. that, you know, you have to keep in mind right. and you know like you said if you're going into a home together as a unit you both now have to sign off mm-hmm. for things that occur with the house if you sell the home that's now something that you can't do on your own right. if that house is in both people's names right yeah so for sure. yeah um the thing is now let's let's just separate the two because a mm-hmm. lot of people don't necessarily know the different i guess terms so mm-hmm. premarital is just what it sounds like right anything that pretty much in most states that I've heard of anything that you acquired Mm -hmm. or leveled up on before you were married is not even at issue that is your business that is your you know home Mm -hmm. that's your car etc what happens though when you get married is there's these dates that Mm -hmm. really become significant if for whatever reason your marriage does not work out right so that date between marriage and separation Mm -hmm. becomes the important dates Mm -hmm. because anything you acquire in that range of time becomes marital marital. and the tricky thing that people don't think about is for example okay i got a house while i was not married but my partner came in and moved in this home and this was the home we shared while we were married. Mm -hmm. Now, maybe your partner can't force you to say, oh, I want half of this $200,000 house. However, your partner can say, okay, while I was in this house, I paid XYZ bills. Mm -hmm. I built that fence in the back. We built an addition. Right. Improvement. That increased the value of the home. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And they can take those numbers and see what that increase looks like and they can have an interest. Right towards whatever that increase is valued at. And so what can happen sometimes is even though that house was yours on your own Mm -hmm. before you were married, you might now be in a situation where, oh, I have to think about selling my home or I have to think about trying to figure out writing this person a some odd thousand dollar check because I just don't have that in my account. Right, Right. to be able to pay off their interest in in whatever those are. Like you said, those improvements on the home Mm -hmm. during that marriage. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And then there's also, um, you know, we have community property states. Mm. Um, And then, you know, there's still common law. Like when I was looking at common law states, I always knew about South Carolina, but I didn't realize how many common law states there were. So Mm -hmm. community property states, they're 
pretty much 50-50. We don't, of course, know California. Mm-hmm. Most people know that California is a, a community property state. And it's basically yeah. like during that divorce, the split is just 50-50. Mm-hmm. Um, and the common law marriage states, those are where you don't technically have to say I do under a mm-hmm. marital contract. You don't right. have to go down to the courthouse and mm-hmm. get that marital license and it basically says if you hold yourself out as a married couple and I think some have as little as a year yeah but you're living together under the same roof you're holding yourself out as a marital marital couple mm-hmm. then that state says by law you are married mm-hmm. um and just you know just go down some of the list of those states that it, it, that exist still is Alabama Colorado mm. DC okay Georgia, um, if that was created before 1997, mm-hmm. Idaho, Iowa, Kansas, Montana, New Hampshire. It's a lot of them. Um, New Hampshire's specifically for inheritance purposes. Ohio, okay. mm-hmm. um, Oklahoma, Pennsylvania, Rhode Island, South Carolina, Texas, and Utah. So that's quite a few that's a states. Lot. That was at least um, a dozen. It was. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a lot of states that still, you know, apply that common law marriage. So mm-hmm. that's something to think about just because you don't, you know, of course, yeah. you, like I said, it's, you're holding yourself out as marriage, you know, that is mm, um, debatable when you're going through a divorce. Of mm-hmm. course, one spouse is going to be like, I, ne- I never say it, but, you know, they look at, Facebook, they start looking at social mm-hmm. media, they start looking at, did y'all write y'all names together? Uh, right. How did you carry yeah. it? How did you carry it? Did you, mm-hmm. you know, so those joint accounts and all those kind of things um, will come into play when you start talking about um, separation and divorce mm-hmm. with those common law marriage states. So, Ooh, Chile. Mm-hmm. So, and on the other end of that, you know, there's, we know currently the divorce statistics are daunting. They are. Um, you know, right Like now, really high. You know. It's, I mean, first time marriages are kind of 50 50 shot. Right. You know, so, yeah. and it just, the, the percentage of divorce just increases, increases. as people, you know, if it's their yeah. second marriage or third marriage. I think, yeah. what was it, 67% mm-hmm. for your second marriage, the likelihood of divorce. 74%, like 74% mm-hmm. for your third marriage. Isn't it? I think people, a lot of times I hear, specifically male, mm-hmm. use that number as a justification for not wanting to get married. It's a 50-50 chance anyway, so why do it? But, um, you know, that's the statistics are what they are. You know, mm-hmm. people divorce for many different reasons, and I think it's because they don't have these hard conversations that we're having now. They don't talk about finances. Like you were listing those things that people do prepare for once they're engaged. Yep. Oh, you know, you done set down a date, you done looked up a venue, you done mm-hmm. researched photographers, but have yep. y'all researched anything about y'all finances together? Mm-hmm. Have y'all researched how y'all will handle finances mm-hmm. if somebody lost a job? So those kind of things people all don't like to get into is just all the pretty, the frilly. Mm-hmm. And it's odd because those things also cost you money. Yeah. So they could also put you into debt. They, You know, how are we going to pay for this? So, yeah. you know, those are just conversations that I don't know, some people find it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess it takes away from the glitz of the whole proposal and the marriage situation. But yeah. I mean, honestly, it's it's a very important conversation to have when you talk about um, finances because if you don't and things go awry, trust me, they're going to be forced to be talked about at that point in time. And I've looked at several lists for the top like five mm-hmm. reasons for divorce. Now, one and two are interchangeable depending on the list, right? But one and two are always finances and infidelity mm. those are always the top two mm-hmm. on whatever list yeah, I look depending at. On, yep. and then from there it goes to you know incompatibility or loss mm-hmm. of intimacy um and then addiction or substance abuse is is often cited as one of the top five so yeah. the fact that regardless of the list you look at it's either number one or number two 
it's you know it's so important to talk about yeah. like we said there's no shame in it mm-hmm. if you got some things to work on or sure. you know some things to kind of figure out but you have to have the conversations like you said because you don't want something to happen and mm-hmm. then you're not prepared for it like you right. said if you've never talked about somebody losing their job or what is the plan for mm-hmm. You know, child care. If you right. have children and it becomes a burden in right. terms of daycare, how, what do we think we need to do mm-hmm. to handle that? You and know? yeah, and even seeing how a person, um, what their belief is, even mm-hmm. with that, you know, is, is somebody going to stay home and, you know, mm-hmm. not work? Like, those are mm-hmm. things that you don't want to have to deal with once you're pregnant. Yeah. And now we're trying to figure out how we're going to pay for this, you know, child care. And then mm-hmm. that becomes a whole other conversation of, yeah. you know, goes into trust. It, like you can just really blow up because you decided not to have that financial conversation. And then you're going into the statistics of divorce. I thought one thing was um, really it's I, I thought it was just interesting. I was going to say comical, okay. but it's not really a laughing matter. Okay. Um, but they say that it takes about two to three minutes to recite your vows. Mm. And within that time, nine people have gotten divorced. Oh. Yeah. So it's something really, really to take seriously. I think that's what we're really trying to hone in on is that it's, it's you know, talking about finances and talking about mm-hmm. preparing yeah. for more than just the frills is super important because it mm-hmm. could I, it could prevent you from going into being a coming a statistic. Right. Yeah. Being one of those nine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And so talking about finances, we enter into prenup. Yes. Mm-hmm. So what is a prenup? So a prenup is just, at, so there are Premarital yes. prenups that you can get, and you can get a postmarital pre- prenup. Right. Um, well, it'll be a postmarital nup. It wouldn't be a prenup. So prenuptials mm-hmm. are before you take your nuptials. Postnuptials are after you take your nuptials. Yes. And it's basically just a contract, which is two people mm-hmm. that are entering into an agreement, a binding agreement, two mm-hmm. people, um, hopefully coming to a meeting of the minds, mm-hmm. having discussions, um, and basically discussing what will or won't happen in case of a divorce right so and i think that's you know we'll get into like how people feel about that but that's basically what it is like it's mm-hmm. it's a contract mm-hmm. people have no issues doing the same exact thing for a house what's going to yes. happen if you lose this house mm-hmm. we're going to take it back what's going to happen if you lose this car but it doesn't prevent you from buying a house right. or a car right. you, you, you look at it's the contract you can't make these payments <laughs> right we need to discuss and at least in those situations like that's not a too much of a negotiation when right. it comes to the terms that's in the agreement, mm-hmm. right? So, yeah, that's, I mean, that's all it is. It's just two people coming together and yep. writing some things down about, okay, let's prepare. Exactly. Yeah. And what it isn't is necessary because I think what people, I think there's this assumption that a prenup means the party who maybe is coming into it with less financially mm-hmm. stands to gain nothing. It's, I think people just assume a prenup means, oh, we get divorced, you ain't get nothing. Right. And it's that's not necessarily what's, mm-hmm. you know, maybe some people do have that right. agreement. Right. Maybe some people say, oh, you walk away with what you came What you came with. Yeah. And that's certainly, that's their business. Mm-hmm. But they're individualized, right? Yeah. You know, a prenup is personal to the actual couple. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it could be as specific 
or you know include as few terms as, as right. necessary and just right. depending on your on your situation mm-hmm. so i just thought it was important to really kind of point that out because i think people automatically when they hear prenup mm-hmm. think that that's what it means and that's not necessarily the contents within right. the, within the document right yeah and it, i mean just like you said honing into the fact that it's two people coming to the table mm-hmm. with what works best for them right um because yeah i mean there like you said there are people that is like look you ain't getting nothing and, <laughs> and it's to me it's really hard to say something like that when you mm-hmm. don't know where the marriage is going to go or where right. the marriage is going to grow mm-hmm. but it's really just kind of um like you said, kind of deciding what I want to protect yep. that I had before I got into this marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, at that point in time, I mean, it could be something like, oh, you know, if everything stays the same at this point, we got divorced next year, mm-hmm. I'll give you $1,000. Like, it, does, right. it doesn't, you can put whatever you need to put into yes. that contract. Who's going to get the house if we're in separation? Who gets to stay in the house? Right. Like, it could be whatever those terms are that you want to, to, to be. And I think another thing that puts the bad taste in people's mouths when they talk about prenups is it's a trust factor, right? Oh, mm-hmm. you don't trust me. Mm-hmm. Um, you're planning for divorce. Mm-hmm. That's what a lot of people think. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just like, again, no. Like, insurance is, you know, making sh- – when you get insurance, it's right. making sure that – the people that are left behind will be able to take care of whatever. Right. It's not saying I don't plan. I didn't plan my death. Right. I mean, I'm trying to thrive out here. Right. But, but we need you to have some insurance, you know. And mm-hmm. again, I, I don't think prenups are mandatory. Of course, it's, no. you know, insurance is much more uh, guaranteed. I mean, we, we life insurance we go, is. Right. You, we you know will we die. die. Yes. Right. But um, but car insurance yeah. is not guaranteed you're going to get in an accident. But they want but you to you have better it. be covered if you do. Right. But you better be covered <laughs> if you do. And you paying largely on it. Uh, you ain't paying nothing monthly on a prenup. At all. It's you just gotta, there. You But you pay it on that insurance every month that you may or might not ever use. But you're exactly. going to have it. You, exactly. You should have it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I just, I don't really know how to... Um, assuage peaceful thoughts mm-hmm. when it comes to saying that it's not about a trust issue or mm-hmm. it's not about me planning for um, divorce mm-hmm. but it's really I just feel like you have to take emotions out of it yeah yeah, yeah. I you think ha- really have to take emotions it's out not of it. personal mm-hmm. I think it feels personal mm-hmm. because this is someone you love now coming to you mm-hmm. in a very business mind mm-hmm. and approaching a situation but at the end of the day and, and I want to dispel that belief that people aren't marrying for love. Like, right. to me, at least, you know, yeah, that's you know there another are, one. sometimes people don't. Mm-hmm. But most people, I would argue, do love the person mm-hmm. that they are entering into this marriage with. Mm-hmm. But also, and I understand this is not romantic, but this is this just real. Right. Part of marriage is business. It is. And I think people don't want to hear that. Yeah. It's, not, it's not cute. It's mm-hmm. not cuddly. It's not something that you can, you know, wrap up very nicely on Instagram. But neither is divorce. No, well. There's that. <laughs> um, but I think the thing is, like, when you think about when people talk about, oh, I want to build an empire and mm-hmm. it's me and you against the world, that's business. That's when you a look business. At, you yes. know, I know this is an extreme example. They're very wealthy, but Beyonce and Jay Z, mm-hmm. a part of that marriage is a business. Right. A large you know? part of it. And they got a prenup. You better right. believe it. You right. know, um, Anything you do with your partner is a business in terms of, you know, things that that you want to accumulate. If you start talking about, okay, well, honey, let's go in and get a rental property Mm -hmm. or let's go in and start investing in some stocks or whatever 
outside of your nine to mm-hmm. five that you're trying to develop, that is business. Right. You know what I mean? Right. That requires, and it, depending on what you're trying to do, if you're trying to start something on the side, it requires mm-hmm. business documents. Absolutely. That's another, yep. that's more evidence that this is now right. business. Right. You know? Right. Um, and I think it's important to, if you can separate the two a bit, mm-hmm. um, in terms of when you have the conversation, me handling business with you while we do love each other does not mean that I'm planning for divorce. It's saying, you know what? I've seen over here where XYZ has happened with other people mm-hmm. after the love has gone. Mm. And I want to have this conversation with you while I love you, while right. I can be fair to right. you, while I can take my emotions out of it and say, what do I think makes sense? Mm-hmm. Because the thing is, a lot of times when couples are going through a divorce, it's not so much about the money that they want or the assets mm-hmm. that they want. When we're now, quote, beefing, and I, and I used to love you, now it's about hurting Right, you. right. And so with all of that You're going to feel this pain. Right, right. I'm really just trying to be petty mm-hmm. at this point. Mm-hmm. So before, and like you said, it may not even happen, but while we are in love mm-hmm. and while we are this cohesive unit and we, you know, love each other's dirty jaws, mm-hmm. right. let's have the conversation, <laughs> yeah. you know? Because you do hear that people say that all the time, like, I don't even know who this person is. Mm-hmm. Like when they're going through divorce mm-hmm. or when you get to that point of divorce, it's like the person that you said I do to on that beautiful uh, yeah. Saturday, uh, Sunday, uh, Friday, you know, that mm-hmm. is not the person that you are divorcing. It's yeah. just not or you would not be getting divorced, you know. Um, so, you know, best friends become enemies. And at that point mm-hmm. in time, like you said, it, th- this is a time to do it when you're yeah still in love, yes. when you can be peaceful. Mm-hmm. Um and again, it's two people coming together, you know. So a lot of the times when people go into prenups, like you said, it usually is one per. You know, we talk about back in the day, those marriages, people marrying at eighteen. Yeah, there was really nothing to prenup. No, you know, because you you coming nothing. out you, right, you're coming out of your parents' <laughs> house. Like, what are we signing a contract for? I don't right. want your shoes, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, but once. In these days, people are getting married older. Mm -hmm. They have kids. Some people have grown kids. Some people have kids getting ready to go into college. Mm -hmm. So, you know, at this point in time, you're kind of protecting what you have built on your own. Um, And I don't think there's anything wrong with that, especially when you talk about protecting your children's inheritance and protecting those kind of things because – Y'all can build together and yeah. y'all can grow together. Mm-hmm. But, the, you know, this good 40 years or 20 years or 21 years and stuff, that was me and my child's grind, right. you know? Yeah. So I'm protecting those things. And I honestly, it doesn't, like you said, I don't necessarily think it's a trust thing, mm-hmm. but it's just, I don't, I think for us, mm-hmm. me and you specifically, it's, yeah. it's because of our background okay that it's a lot easier to understand that it's just a contract Mm -hmm. and it's just two people coming to the table to say what they want Mm -hmm. to protect and they you know but people do i mean they they put emotions into it and it's i would never do that i love that person i'm gonna be the one that says it i find Mm -hmm. that typically the partner i'm not gonna say broke but the partner that's usually coming in with significantly less Mm-hmm. tends to be the one that has such a problem yeah, yeah. with the with the conversation. Right. And I don't know, it doesn't make me think that there's ulterior motives, mm-hmm. but it does make me tend to think that you hear the word and you and you turn your mind off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because 
like we said, most situations, it's a conversation. It's, right. it's a contract, so you can negotiate. Either as long as yeah. it's legal, Yeah, you can put anything you want exactly. into your contract. Exactly. And so I just, again, just the conversations that I've had most of the time, I mm-hmm. found that the partner who, when it's, you know, been a subject or been, you know, an mm-hmm. issue, mm-hmm. it's the partner who doesn't have that has, that's just so offended. Yeah. And it's just, I... I guess I don't get that because I'm just I'm gonna be real. If I'm the if I'm the broke person in the situation, mm-hmm. I have no problem signing this. Now, granted, right. I'm gonna have someone be. Let's be smart about it. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have someone review this. Right. Who this is their ministry. You know, we're gonna go ahead and go talk to a divorce attorney right. to make sure the terms that are they're fair. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna understand what I can expect and mm-hmm. not expect. I'm gonna ask the questions. Right. You know. Um, I don't think you should just sign anything presented to you. Certainly absolutely not. not. We are absolutely not saying not. that. Let's be clear. However, With any contract, absolutely none. not. But I do think it's worth the conversation. Mm-hmm. And again, if I'm coming in as a partner with less, I'm gonna be like, okay, what works for me? Let, mm-hmm. What are some of the things that I would be concerned about if I'm a person coming into something with significantly less? Right. If we've had certain conversations, for example, like you know, we've talked in previous conversations just between you and I, like, okay with daycare Mm -hmm. if it makes sense especially as a partner that's making less money Mm -hmm. for me to take the step back and take care of the kids Mm -hmm. then i need to be thinking about in this contract where where is the makeup for that because if i'm coming out the job industry to take care of the children and then god forbid we Mm -hmm. go through a divorce Mm -hmm. now i'm having to figure out working again after Mm -hmm. a gap and we know how work gaps affect especially women especially women i need to be thinking about making sure i'm covered Mm -hmm. within that to make up for that downfall or that you know gap between Mm -hmm. i was making money and now i'm not and i'm gonna have to figure out how to do that yeah those are the kind of things that you can work through with a professional don't don't think about but i mean that's something you can put in the contract and i sure would so that's what i'm saying i would totally as the person with like i understand the initial will you marry me and then you slide that paper Mm -hmm. over like Mm -hmm. i understand how Mm -hmm. that could be uh it could throw you off Mm -hmm. but i think once you after that moment when you really take the time to look at it Mm -hmm. That is your opportunity to really advocate for what works best for you, especially, hopefully, given the conversations that you, like I said, hopefully have had about the kind of life you want to create and the sacrifices that one or both partners might have have to make to create that life, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And like you said, that that really comes with um, having those conversations. So Mm -hmm. if you could, if you, if you're presented a prenup and you couldn't think of anything that you needed to protect your interest, then you should probably pause. Mm -hmm. Right. Because there's some deep conversations that you, the two of y'all have not had. Mm -hmm. And like you said, that one is major for, especially for people that are planning to have children. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like you said, one person might not, I mean, because daycare, honestly, I mean, it's like 900 to Twelve hundred dollars. If you talking about two kids, At you're least. in two thousand and above. So unless you bring it home four to five thousand dollars a month, it's rough. It, it it does make sense sometimes for some person to step back for maybe mm-hmm. that those first two or three years, yeah. Because you're going to be paying it out anyway. But if you know those those are just conversations that you should be, like you said, thinking about to protect your own interest. Mm-hmm. And um, on the flip side for me is if you are coming in broke. Mm-hmm. Why do you feel offended? Should we use a better word? Should we call no. it like fiscally challenged? <laughs> sure. <laughs> we could put a pretty ball on it. I don't know. If I'm you're sorry, coming in fiscally are... challenged or like, I mean, you could not be 
less you make you make significantly less than yes, your spouse. Yes, you're not broke. You make significantly Just, less than your spouse. Right. You don't have assets. Okay. Um, and your spouse is going to, you know, at that point in time, mm-hmm. is more financially stable. Yes. Um, what? Why do you want? Like, what in it, in you mm-hmm. makes you want to take what they worked for, or makes you entitled, mm-hmm. or makes you because because at some point in time you're offended. Like, how would you not want this? But what it is in you that when they try to protect that mm-hmm. and say, okay, you know, I, I I inherited you know all this land from a grandma. But see, I don't think that's what they're saying. Okay, I think usually like so. Let let's just okay. Let me think of somebody like to. I know he's older, but you know how I, feel. I love me some Michael Jordan. <laughs> but if I was marrying Michael Jordan, right. I'm broke to him. Like, I yeah, make substantially absolutely. less. It's absolutely. like, girl, that's cute, your yeah. little check. Yeah. So if he, I think it's the as, aspect of not that I feel like I'm entitled to this hundreds of millions that you have gotten on your mm-hmm. own. I think it's the aspect of you just asked me to, you just put a ring on it, and I'm all in those feelings. Mm-hmm. And it usually because you're on that high when it's presented, it's like a splash of cold water on your face. Mm. I think it's more so the, like you said, the the fact that you think I would do that. You think I'm that kind of person. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's not necessarily like I want to go after it. Mm-hmm. But like we said, you know what I mean? I think you don't know what you don't know. You don't know how you would feel if, because people, again, get divorced for a number of reasons. Mm-hmm. And let's say, for example, infidelity right. is the reason. You might, as a scorned partner, now... Especially as the one who earned less, you know what? I'm gonna hit you where it hurts. Right. So that's what I'm saying. It's hard to say how you would feel mm-hmm. going through a, a potentially going through a divorce because you, we don't even know why mm-hmm. the divorce happened. It might not be. Unfortunately, most a lot of divorces are not amicable. Right. So I think that's the thing. It's that that, that you. It's like people feel like their character is being attacked mm-hmm. in it. It's not necessarily like I feel entitled. Oh, yeah. I definitely feel like people do feel like their character is um, attacked for sure. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, in that same situation, I do believe that a person going into marry the Michael Jordans, the LeBron James, mm-hmm. like they are kind of looking like, oh, this is about to be my house. Oh, this is about to be. I, I mean, I house. right. <laughs> like they, they do feel like this is my whatever. What is that, Marvel? Um, <laughs> right on the staircase <laughs> floor seated so you, you in driveways <laughs> so um but those are not the norms True. right so no. i mean those are the not, extreme examples right but i mean a lot of people build their way up now you know we're getting into real estate investment yeah. we're getting into um you know my parents have properties you know mm-hmm. your parents have property so yeah. you know if that stuff was um inherited premarital you know mm-hmm. you want to talk about that and even like you said it, it, you know you know eventually it's coming that might be something yeah. you want to contract about and say yeah. hey this is go- not going to be part of our marital estate right or, you know those are things that you can um you can contract about yeah. like you said as long as it is legal mm-hmm. you can put what you want into your contract right. it's negotiable mm-hmm. have someone review it you know yeah. so and most states do protect like inheritance mm-hmm. to one mm-hmm. spouse mm-hmm. but the thing you have to be careful about is not so much that that spouse can get the inherited property again it's the interest mm-hmm. that they put into it right. it's that oh this is the rental property that you and your brother own i built that fence 
that rental income mm-hmm. that you got from that inheritance, right. that rental income Becomes is now marital, the thing yep. that they have interest in. Mm-hmm. And so it's not saying that a person could take no. the house. Right, right. right. So it's just, again, the things that you just don't really think about mm-hmm. um, going into a situation. Mm-hmm. And like you said, some prenups are bare bones. Like, yeah. honestly, if I were to protect at this point, just where I am, if I were to be protecting anything, for me, it would be 401k. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> and like you said, just the mention of, look, if, you know, the rental property, just to be safe, mm-hmm. that, you know, rental property, if my house, right. let's just not have the argument. But I do feel, and this is just me, just in all fairness, anything I build while I'm married to you, you know, business-wise or otherwise, we can figure it out. Yeah. If it doesn't work out, like, I'm not that person just like, okay, well, I started. Mm-hmm. Thanks, thanks for the. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, thanks for the deck. <laughs> right. Appreciate yeah. you. For real. So, yeah, for yeah. me, it's more so the retirement vehicles, mm-hmm. right? And some mm-hmm. of that is because background. When I used to handle divorces, mm-hmm. I saw a man have to write a check for over 100000 for a 1K. And he was the saver, and she was not. And they had been married a long time. Yeah. And, and pensions weren't the same way. I mean, that man's face that for that transfer? Years? Probably. It was Sick. Sick. So it's yeah. just something again. You don't think about. It. You don't pl- no. You don't plan to be divorced, especially after twenty thirty years. No, but it yeah. happens. No, you do not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. And then you know. So let's talk about some things that a person can do if they are presented with a prenup. Yes. Um. Because we all know the Candy Bird story, and people felt some kind of way about the now, way that prenup was presented. I wonder if it was edited because she swears up TV, and down. Right. right. She swears up and down like he had it for a long mm-hmm, time mm-hmm. and he just was dragging his feet right. on it. But the way it was presented, on it was TV. like a couple days yeah. before the wedding. She was like, bam, here's your prenup and you need to go on video. Right. And it looked like was, you don't get yeah. anything I've had and you don't get anything we create. That's mine yeah. too. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. It, was, yeah. it was... Yeah, it wasn't. But you're right. We do not know what actually happened behind cameras in real life. Mm-hmm. But on that story life, yeah, we it, can understand why people feel like, ooh. Like, dang, girl. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. So in that kind of situation, yes. What what? how can a person protect themselves if they are presented with a prenup? Well, first off, breathe. Mm-hmm. As we've said before, mm-hmm. take, try to, I understand it's hard, like, try to take the personal mm-hmm. out of it. Like, the, oh, that's what you think of me. Like, Take a moment and, you know, feel the feelings. But after that, be fully informed. Mm -hmm. So there are a number, wherever you are, you know, even if you ask for referrals, there are a number of family law attorneys Mm -hmm. who can review that for you. Mm -hmm. And I think you just have to be fully informed. And one of the things, um, just by law in general, you cannot enter a prenup or a prenup can be invalidated if a partner was not fully informed of the full financial picture that that partner has. That means all the assets in the Bahamas. Right. So they can't be hiding things (laughs) and you don't know about it and Mm -hmm. you sign this document. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's the first thing. You know, Mm -hmm. have the conversation and make sure that you're fully informed on everything that that partner has going on financially. Right. And I will say pause right Mm -hmm. there. Some companies offer you the ability to be able to have um, a legal insurance Mm -hmm. so you can go through that company, get an attorney, and it's not coming out of your pocket because you're paying that insurance through the corporation. Mm -hmm. And you can have them look over a prenup for you, you know, because you might be like, oh, I can't afford an attorney Mm -hmm. to look over this prenup. I'm screwed. But, you know, sometimes you have to look at the resources that are available to you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, definitely be fully informed. 
have a professional look at that document and that professional can help you negotiate, right. right? So if there's something, like I said, my example, if I'm coming out the workforce to take care of these children, I want that in there mm-hmm. that, you know, we're going to figure out X, Y, Z amount right. to make sure that I'm good. Right. Or, you know, some people put in their um, situations where if they have a certain number of children, mm-hmm. just things like that, just there's various things mm-hmm. you can cover um, within the prenup. But make sure you have your own not not his or her attorney have your own attorney absolutely. review it and absolutely. don't allow anyone to back you in the corner in the last no. minute like you take your time in terms of going yeah. through that information and going through those documents yeah. um and that's been a reason some um documents have been invalidated mm-hmm. too like people need to have the time it, they shouldn't be under i guess duress. what we would call duress yeah. right mm-hmm. so you know it's fine to take a week, a month, whatever you mm-hmm. need to fully look at this document and f- get it to something that you're comfortable right. with, right? And if a person is pushing you, and mm-hmm. that to me, that's more of a red flag than mm-hmm. what could be in the freedom. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because, like, why are you rushing me? If we, you know, saying we're doing this out of love and we want right. to come into a meeting of the minds, mm-hmm. why aren't you giving me time? to? Now, I'm not telling you to drag your feet six months and seven months <laughs> into the game <laughs> right. over this document. Mm-hmm. But we're talking about literally, like, final hour, like, a week before the wedding or, yeah. you know. And enough time that you could not get an attorney to look and review those mm-hmm. four corners right. of that document and mm-hmm. make sure that it is not harming you in some kind of way. Right. And do not sign something that you don't understand. Please don't. If you don't understand a term, I, whatever it is, mm-hmm. make sure you have that explained. Make sure you feel comfortable with it. It, You could be signing your life away for all you know. Right. Do not sign something that you don't have to understand. You have the right ask questions. Yeah. And that's for any contract. Mm-hmm. For sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think those are some like, really great ways. Of course, like we said, it's really hard to not take it personal. Yeah. But look at it at, at from the business aspect because, like you said, there is a large portion of marriage that is a business, especially when it comes to banks and loans. And, mm-hmm. I mean, the the world, yeah. right, the business world has no problem looking at your marriage no. as a business. So, I mean, love and business, right? Mm-hmm. That That's where it is going to intermingle in your marriage. So um, kind of take that personal out and kind of, I mean, the same person that last night you kissed and hugged mm-hmm. and loved them, when they present you with this prenup, that is the same person, right? They're not out to get you. They're not out mm-hmm. to attack you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so kind of just take that, t- take it for, mm-hmm. for what it is. Yeah, and it's just, like we said before, it's a different season. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and there's so many people who we know that, that yes. had, well, they had prenups and they didn't. Ooh. So I think you were saying like the median age or the average age for, mm. well, it differs depending on like race and nationality. Mm-hmm. But I know like the average African-American, they're getting married at, what, 32? 32 and mm-hmm. then 30. Yeah. Yeah. And our Caucasian persuasion counterparts are not not much further behind. You know, Lifetime will have you believing different. (laughs) But they're, I mean, they're at 29 now, Mm -hmm. 29, 30. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So a lot of people are, have bought their first home by then. They might have their first investment property by then. Mm -hmm. Um, And definitely if you've been in the workforce, you know, at that point in time, maybe five, six, seven years, Mm -hmm. and you've accumulated, like you said, that really nice 401k. Right. You have, some assets so you kind of just have to understand I mean, especially that. if you're single that's really yes. the only thing that's the only thing you can do to help the taxes <laughs> to help with them taxes something in okay. 401k. yeah so like you said i mean it's just a different season for my grandparents and it even is. some of our parents i mean my parents got married young so um 
but even then my dad still had a home right before he married my mom so um yeah my mom got yeah. married at 20 yeah. so, so it's so not young. yeah yeah you know she's been married over half her life right right so, exactly yeah. and i think it's just important to remember that and there's people who did not have prenups mm-hmm. that who they paid honey so michael jordan his first marriage mm-hmm. with juanita now mm-hmm. it lasted 20 years plus yes. And yeah. he had to pay baby girl a hundred million dollars. Now, it probably did not hurt him. Yes, girl. <laughs> it did not hurt him to write that check. Right, but that's a lot. Oh, it hurts. Now let's well, let's know, be real. It, it annoyed hurts. him, but right. he still was rich. <laughs> He's still wealthy. Right. Um, but you know, granted, they had children together. Mm-hmm. Had three children together. Been married over twenty years, and. The bulk of that came, you know, from his Jordan brand. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think he made a lot of that money as a basketball, basketball player. player. Um, but she was there throughout mm-hmm. his basketball career. Mm-hmm. So I think she was there pretty much when he first started. Yeah, and I think so, that's some some of the things, you know, we're going to talk about some other examples. But that's mm-hmm. kind of distinguishable from, let's say, um, Dr. Dre. Okay. Right. Because when Dr. Dre, like he had his whole rap career going mm-hmm. and stuff before he met his wife, you know, mm-hmm. but that beats and all that stuff like he did not have a prenup so he i think his is very distinguishable from michael jordan because I, I believe like the story is like he met her like out the taxi coming straight out of chapel hill okay. going into so he didn't he, like you said he didn't have those mm-hmm. those nike contracts he yeah you know he was not he was good yeah at chapel hill he no was, doubt that's I why mean, he got into know. nfl i mean the nba but um, he wasn't the Jordan, you know, he hadn't mm-hmm. established himself that he was married. So she, she put in that time, you know what I'm saying? But it's not to say Dr. Dre's wife didn't put in that time, mm-hmm. but he did have a significant amount of income that he had generated before he met her. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he could have been protecting yeah. those assets, you know, yeah. to, to get, so it would, I guess in my mind, it would have made more sense for him to have mm-hmm. a prenup than Michael Jordan. Right. Now, the other one that we often hear about mm. is sir amazon my lord mm. um i can't even remember that stuff it was some stupid money right but <laughs> millions hundreds of right. millions but the difference is he wasn't amazon mm-hmm. or he amazon wasn't even around right. during the bulk of their marriage right so again it i mean it's a risk mm-hmm. you know like mm-hmm. you get married and have nothing and feel like right. okay we really don't need it right. and you're the next like you said like Steve Jobs or yeah. somebody like that, yeah. you go through a divorce, you're going to cut that check. Right. And, but I think those, well, again, uh, under, the, under the notion that best friends are typically enemies by the time they're getting divorced. Mm-hmm. But I do think a person understands it more yeah. when they've seen that spouse mm-hmm. go from them from ground zero. When they've seen them put in the yeah. work, when they're the ones raising the kids or, mm-hmm. you know, they've done that together. Like when you've put in that grind with me, yeah, it might hurt, Yeah, you know, to write that check, but I can understand it better. Mm-hmm. I can understand it better than you coming in and getting all the the grind that I built. As they I say, built. you weren't with me shooting in the gym. Let's <sighs> just okay. call it space. Right, 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 that part. Mm-hmm. So, I, you know, those are just some examples, but, yeah, you know, there are post-nups, but, I, again, I don't necessarily know that 2030 – I'm 20 years in the game, and then I started Amazon. It takes off. I'm gonna make that person sign a post. Like I'm, that's not gonna be. What is the incentive? Right, no. that's not gonna be my. No, I'm good. Right, 
I got 20 years in. I'm good. We did I Amazon. That. Right. <laughs> so, you know, those are just some examples yeah. of people that did not have prenups, you know, and and paid out. And there's some women on the other hand. I think Terry McMillan mm. paid, paid a nice chunk of change. Mary J. Blige. Yeah. That, there's some women that got yeah, that kind of I understand that law because she's paying for some stepkids. And I've never heard of states making you pay for it. I'm just. I don't. Was her attorney? I just don't. She paying him. She helping to pay for the something, some kind of care with the stepkids. I hope, I hope that's still not going I'll on. Be, uh, that that divorce was honey. We, we was all what just was waiting name? for a it new was CD. A I made that up. You said what? I called him Kino, but that's not his name. It, Kenzo. That's his name. Was it? I think it was, a, was like different world. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> what is his well, name? I'm gonna look it up. Right. I gotta know. Right. Whatever it was. Yeah. So there are definitely women that also end up paying out the wazoo. Mm, I still um, made a kendu. I was like, I, th- I was like, kendu sounds closer. I was like, kendu <laughs> <laughs> sounds closer. But yeah. Um, from this, we're just you know basically like a prenup is not. It's not a you don't you should you don't have to view it as a negative thing, no. right? Um, because there are ways that you can protect yourself. Mm-hmm. It's a contract. There's just four corners like any other contract, and you can advocate for yeah. yourself. Advocate if for yourself. Something, with... If you feel a way about, mm-hmm. I have an issue with Exhibit B, Paragraph right. Five. Right. You go in there with your Olivia Pope suit yeah. and your attorney, and yeah. you flesh that out. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like you said, preparing for anything else, if that does happen mm-hmm. trust me it will be so much more peaceful yes for everybody involved because we've already worked this out yeah now mm-hmm. if y'all like you said if y'all coming out the game and y'all 20 you don't have no assets Aye. i do and let's build let's build let's grow mm-hmm. if you do have assets let's build let's grow you know what I'm saying so hey whatever you had before that's your stuff we about to make it that five times greater right. because we're a unit now so um just I just, you know, and I don't again, have a problem. If you're with happily it. ever after, you don't have to worry about it. The, it just the, it's like, oh, okay. Right, mm-hmm. right. Yeah. So, did you have anything? Any other? That's all I have. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a rough conversation to have, but mm-hmm. you know, if you're in that position, you're older. Yeah. Um, you have assets. It's a needed com. You may have the conversation to decide. Hey, I don't want a prenup. Mm-hmm. That's fine. But at least you've had the conversation. At least you get to start having those yep. more difficult conversations and learn how another person feels about it. Right. Mm-hmm. So whether you decide to do one or not, we definitely believe the conversation needs to be had before the I do. It does. Amen. Yes. <laughs> All right. Do we have time for a letter? Or we, we do. Let's do? give us a letter. Give us a letter. All right. So if you have questions, comments, concerns, they may possibly be read on an episode. Mm-hmm. We are divaadvice at gmail.com. That is D-I-V-A-A-D-V-I-C-E Diva at advice. gmail.com. Yes. So this question is very simple and to the point. Um, our listener is taking stock of her goals going into this year and was wondering for the divas, mm. what are our proudest achievements financially and non-financially from 2020? And then what's something that we are working on or we're harder on ourselves about going into this year? And what was the what was the last question about this year? Something you're working on or were hard on yourself about. So maybe oh. it's a big 2020 that you're okay. Yeah. So, um, 
one of my greatest achievements, I guess, financially, um, would be I had a goal at the beginning of the year to help uh, three at least three people become debt free mm-hmm. or get on their journey to becoming debt free, and okay. I accomplished that. Good job. Thank you. Um, one of my greatest non-financial uh, achievements was actually starting couples therapy with my fiance. Yes. Um, it was super helpful and, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, I'm just really proud of the growth we had because we had hit a really, uh, rough spot, I guess, mm-hmm. but we just didn't have meeting of the minds mm-hmm. and, you know, there was no push from him. Like I ain't doing therapy. Da-da-da. Right. Like, we didn't have to go through all that. So yeah, mm-hmm. we started it. Um, and it's been going great and is going great. Mm-hmm. For 2021, um, of course, it is to grow this podcast. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. To get um, our diva family to get get more feedback mm-hmm. and just, just grow this podcast. And um, I do have uh, wedding dress goals now. They weren't wedding dress goals before. Mm-hmm. They were just healthy goals. Yes. You know, checking blood pressure and all those mm-hmm. things. So, But I have an extra incentive now. So, okay. Yeah. Got you. Okay, my non-financial, I think it would be between two things. So one was, obviously, us, we started this podcast in 2020. And it was something that we talked about, talked about, talked about. And I think to actually just put out there and put ourselves out there, like, that is really important. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes just taking the step, even when you're nervous about it, yeah. um, can be so impactful. Um, the other thing, and I actually I do it for my chapter, my sorority, is helping to plan the financial literacy mm-hmm. workshops. Um, just hearing, and one time, one of the things I did was a free wills clinic. So yeah. I organized myself and other attorneys, um, drafted wills for people before the yeah, pandemic that was hit. Dope. Um, and we had notaries there, so you could come get your will done and have a fully executed, mm-hmm. signed, notarized um, will, leave it at the door. And just hearing how impactful that was, yeah, just that really, was um, it just really warmed my heart because you know that's you should use your skills and your resources your talents, to bless others. Yeah. Um, yeah. Financially, I would say becoming a homeowner. Like, that's that's all I got. Um, So going into this year, it's continuing growth. Um, I didn't have – I usually like to have, like, a little jazzy word Mm -hmm. or theme. And the only thing I could think of just because 2020 was so real was onward. Mm -hmm. I think I did make certain traction on certain goals and was really proud of myself, um, got healthier Mm -hmm. um, in 2020. But I think – now it's kind of like you want to keep um, that continu- continuity, right. but also level up. So, right. you know, yes, I was paying off debt. Like, let's finish that. Mm-hmm. Or, mm-hmm. you know, health goals. Like, okay, we feeling good there. Like, let's. what's the next level yeah. in your health journey? Um, and even, like you said, Divas and Duckets, it's just taking things to the mm-hmm. next level for mm-hmm. those things that you already started or yeah. things that you want to start. So, for now, that's it. what I'm doing. Onward. Yeah. Onward. Yes. So, Diva family, we would love to um, hear from you guys. Like, yes. what, what are your plans for 2021? Mm-hmm. Um, and tell them where they can find us at and, you yes. know, tell us that information. DivaAdvice mm-hmm. at gmail.com. DivaAdvice at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. So, I think that's a wrap. Yes, that wraps <laughs> this week's episode. Yes. Tune in. In two weeks, we will be back. Mm-hmm. Um, in the meantime, in between time, you can follow us. We are Divas and Duckets on Facebook and Instagram. 
And our website is www.divasandducats.com. Yes. All right. Have a great attitude. Bye.